This is reposted. Every morning, Larry and I dig into a quote or idea that has caught our eye. Our hope is that our chat inspires you to never stop thinking and possibly challenges you in a new way. If you'd like to help support the show, please visit patreon.com slash reposted. Thank you for stopping by. Interesting article from the BBC, Mr. Keller, entitled COVID, Loneliness, a Bigger Health Risk Than Smoking or Obesity. Here's a quote. Loneliness is a widespread problem even prior to the pandemic. It's not only incredibly isolating, but it's very stigmatized and often associated with the older generation, despite more young people struggling with loneliness. Three times as many young people deal with loneliness compared to older people. I kind of brought up this idea because we have an Uncle Dave. It's my wife's uncle. Never married, has no children. Seemed like everything was pretty much going his way until the pandemic came. And this pandemic really crushed him. He's in his 70s. His water heater broke. He didn't fix it. Wasn't going to the store anymore. Wasn't sleeping. He was watching a lot of TV. I feel like he's kind of the example of what happened to a lot of people that are alone, especially during a pandemic when we're told we can't hang out with anybody. Yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting. I I default think of older people being lonelier because there's um, less. They probably had a family and people are coming around. But I think it's interesting that like, now that you don't have to leave your room, even during the height of the pandemic, you're probably looking at people's social media thinking they're doing some fun things and you feel more left out. And um, I think also the rise of loneliness comes with our ability as a society to realize it's a problem. I think 15, 20 years ago it would have been like, suck it up. It's not a big deal. But now we're realizing the implications of it. So it's an interesting juxtaposition of like, what do we do now? Um, that we're potentially locking down again. Like, is that better for you long-term than not? Yeah, what do you think some of the lasting effects of this pandemic will be as far as like, is it just PTSD? We go, oh crap, we're never going to get out of this or anything else you can think of? I mean, I think a, a reduced trust in authority. I think the narrative keeps changing from... I haven't, I mean, I guess I watched it as close as everyone else, but from my broad recollection, we started with let's keep ICU capacity down, then let's protect the old people, and then now it's protect the young people and cases are surging. So uh, I don't even know what cases are surging means at this point. I, I guess we're kind of getting away from the loneliness thing, but I think lack of trust, at least for me, trusting uh, authorities a little bit less you know i'm the last person to speak of loneliness because i lived with basically five people in like 900 square feet but i do think there is an idea that you can be lonely in marriage especially like if your marriage isn't going well you kind of cycle into loneliness also too more lonely for yeah, sure if even more lonely and the other thing too is that for the as the adult i mean even though i'm around a lot of people i'm not friends with my kids. I'm there to be the leader for my kids. So I think that oftentimes propels like the parent or the adult in the house to even be more alone. Yeah. I mean, you, you brought up your kids. Does this make you want to think on the other side of this, it's more important for your kids to spend. I mean, I think your kids are pretty social in general, but like, are you going to be like, you need to hang out with friends. You're not going to be on a tablet this afternoon. Um, just because I, uh, we've been society, we has been talking about for a while, kids, 
are less able to interact. I think you guys do a really good job on making your kids interact with adults, but like you get out into your next phase of life, whenever that's leaving the nest, whether it's high school, college, or the workforce, like you don't know how to interact. Are you more likely to take a look at how your kids interact? I think it's always a balancing act in our house because it's not just one people. It's yeah. now five people's social calendars. And so I think our problem has always been like, how do we balance everybody getting time to be with people they care about other than watching the tablet? And I think it's more important too, like do you, do us as adults have a place to go? I think my wife is naturally an introvert and she really has to put things on the calendar to be with friends. And then when in a pandemic, you can't. Um, so like do adults, do we all have a place to share? I was meeting with my friends in a park. We were literally going to the middle of Golden Gate Park doing our little regular Monday night thing that we would do at the Elks Lodge in the park. So I felt like it was cool that they all prioritized that we needed to be together as friends as well. Yeah, I mean, this article is about uh, the UK, and I haven't really seen much attention brought to loneliness in the forefront of the United States. Um, uh, I'm curious if we're going to see more of that, because it, it is the the balance of, so this basically said it's more dangerous than obesity and smoking. So if you're vaccinated, they're saying if you get COVID, you, you're, you'll get it, but you might, not have, you might not have side effects or you might not get that sick. At what point is obesity or smoking worse than getting COVID? And I don't know what the answer is, but we're not really talking about that much in the United States, I don't think. Yeah, and I think that's like typical United States thing where we just kind of like shut off and don't talk about like how lonely you are. The other thing too is like, I feel like I say this all the time, but in other countries, like your mom or your mother-in-law, your father is living with you. So you don't worry about your mom that she's alone in her house all the time because they actually live with you. Yeah. And uh, hopefully you're having a good relationship and, and that's, that's nice. <laughs> that's another thing. You know, the thing back to my uncle, Dave, he is such a great guy. My kids love him. We go down and ride bikes with him all the time and he's a good dude. But I feel like when you're kind of on the older section, I think this is something American culture does. Is you just feel like you have nothing to offer. Like you're, you're a nuisance and you don't have anything to bring. And he totally has something to bring but it's really hard to make him feel like he's part of the process. And I feel like that's the same way with lots of older in-laws is like, Hey, no, you do have, you provided service to me early on in my life. And mm -hmm. now I get to provide it to you. And we're all part of the tribe together. I don't know if this is anecdotal or not, but my 93 year old grandmother doesn't get out. She can't get out that much. She still lives on her own, but we got her signed up for Marco Polo and she sees us talking to Marco Polo. I mean, something as simple as that makes people feel more engaged. And again, don't know if it's anecdotal, but she seemed a lot more chipper over the last two months since she's been on that. Also, it's pretty impressive that my 93 year old grandmother can use Skype can use Marco Polo. So shout out to her. Can she listen to the reposted podcast? Yeah, she listens to it. Why not? Oh, wow. Yeah. I send her the link and that makes it a little bit easier. But uh, <laughs> podcasting for all generations. Well, Does she play call, poker? Call a friend and let's discuss uh, the reposted podcast. You can call anyone you know. But if you want to reach out to us, you can find us on reposted podcast, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm Andrew for Uncle. What's this uncle? Esther, Uncle Dave. Uncle Dave. <laughs>